on the floor. Now my jewelry box froze. Fuck a bowl, fuck a stove. Counted millions in a cold. Bad bitch, booted swole. Got her on bankroll. Can't fold, does a no. Headshot, case closed. What is up, guys? It's Andy Priscilla, and this is the show for the realists. Say goodbye to the lies, the fakeness, and delusions of modern society. And welcome to motherfucking reality, guys. Today we have you and AF. That is uh, where you get to ask the questions and we give you the answers. Uh, you could submit questions, which can be about anything. The backbone of this show is entrepreneurship, uh, success, personal development, kicking ass. Uh, but you can ask anything you want. Um, and it's open forum. So you can submit your questions a couple different ways. The first way is, hey, guys, you can email those questions in to askandy at andyforsella.com. Thank you, DJ. You're welcome. And then also, if you uh, don't want to email them in, we are on YouTube. Our episodes are uploaded full length on YouTube. I'm aware that most of you guys listen on audio, but if you go on YouTube under the Q&AF episode, that would be this episode, and drop your questions in the comments, we'll pick some from there as well. Other times when you tune in, we have CTI. That's cruise the internet. That's exactly what it sounds like it is, okay? We uh, pull up some articles off the internet. We put them on the screen. We talk about them. Uh, we make fun of them. We talk about what may be true, what may not be true. We speculate and we tell some inappropriate jokes. That's the gist of CTI. So if you don't have a sense of humor, you won't like the show. If you don't care about what's going on in society, you won't like the show. But if you don't care what's going on in society, you shouldn't listen to Q&AF either because the reality is, is for us to go out and win in life, we need a certain environment to win in. No different than an aquarium that has dirty fucking water where your fish die if our freedom goes, our ability to make money goes, okay? So you need to listen to CTI so you understand what the fuck is going on and then listen to Q&AF so we can understand how to be better at everything that we do, okay? Other times when you tune in, we have real talk. Real talk is five to 20 minutes of real talk that I think you need to hear. And then uh, we have full length. And full length is basically what you guys uh, are used to seeing on most podcasts where we have a guest join us and we have a conversation. Um, and uh, yeah, that's the formats of the show. That's what we do here. There is a fee for the show. Now, if you don't know who I am, I had uh, this project or this podcast called the MFCEO Project for a long time. It was the number one entrepreneurial podcast uh, of all time. And it is a comprehensive library. And by the way, you could find this library if you scroll down the audio feeds all the way, all the way down. And you started episode one, the first 330 episodes on this feed are the MFCEO project. So um, for the trade of the value of the experience that I have in life and business, uh, I ask for a fee. And the fee is very simple. Just share the show. If we do a good job, if we provide value, if we help you out, if we share some knowledge that makes you better, uh, if we give you a new perspective, if we make you laugh, we entertain you, please give us a share. That's how we grow the show. We've maintained a top podcast uh, for the better part of a decade, strictly off word of mouth. That's how we operate. We don't run ads to promote the show. It stands entirely on word of mouth, which is something that we're very proud of here. Uh, and by the way, we couldn't do that without you. So those of you guys that do share the show, we appreciate you very much. Uh, thank you so much for continuing to press us to the top of the charts and uh, really just give a shit about what we had to say. So appreciate you guys and love you guys. And uh, if we do a good job, share the show. And if we don't, don't share the show. I don't add, like if we're shitty, don't share it. That's pretty simple. Very rare though. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Of course. Because we're good. Yeah, we just won't post it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no. What's going on, man? Oh, not much. Yeah. Just... Dude, I, uh, somebody wrote in this question. And I wanted to get your thoughts because I know we've, we've 
you and I have talked about this off off air a few times. Um, what's your take on on the whole idea of dreaming? Right? Like, do you think in which regard? Like, do you think dreams have deeper meanings? Like, like uh, the person, I think the gist of the question was like, you know, he's having this constant dream. He's had it like, I think like fifteen times in the last hundred days or something like that. Like, do you think they have all like like more meaning? Like, do you think? What what are your thoughts on that? Like, because I know we're very into like you know the the visualization aspect and how the universe works. Do you think that dreams are tied into that at all? I don't know. Yeah, I don't know, man. I I think, you know, I've had recurring dreams in my life where that made no sense. Mm-hmm. You know, uh, I I the recurring dreams that I've had in my life have always resulted of some sort of like traumatic change not dramatic, traumatic change in my life. Like mm-hmm. I had dreams about me getting stabbed. Um, I had dreams when I quit playing football. That was a massive part of my life. Yeah. Um, I don't know, dude. I really don't. I know yeah. everybody has theories on that, um, but here's what I do believe. I do believe that there's a lot of our brain that we do not, we, the peasant humans, that's us, mm-hmm. um, do not understand because they don't tell us what it actually does. It's been pulled out. Of, yeah. I, I think yeah. they are well aware of what humans are capable of. I think the people that make the rules and make the laws and tax us and fucking own the media and fuck with us and all this Feed shit. Us. Yeah. I think yeah. those people know exactly what humans are capable of. But I think that we just see glimmers and hints of it sometimes. And I think like some of the work that's been done by Dr. Joe Dispenza, um, or people that have done work in quantum physics and metaphysics, you know, a lot of these people get dismissed as quackery. But the reality is, is that like, when you start practicing the techniques that these people talk about, they, they work. Yeah. And so I, I truly believe that like, these governments in the world exist for the most part to protect the most elite people on the planet and to suppress us humans from understanding our own true potential. I don't know how dreams work into that, um, but, you know, I'm sure they know. Yeah. Hmm. Well, like, I, and I think about, like, I mean, when you speak on, like, the untapped potential, right? Like, you look at civilizations in the past, like, you look at the Egyptians that were building pyramids and shit, right? Like, I think it's safe to say, and we still don't know how the fuck, like, with all of our technology and all of our advances, advancements that we have in our current civilization. You know, I thought about the pyramids, dude. Yeah, I thought about this. I'm not meaning to cut you off. Oh, yeah, yeah. I always fucking rack my brain about how they built these fuckers, and nobody knows. No, I, I thought about it. I thought mm-hmm. about how you could, how humans could have built it. They could have excavated all the way around it and mm. built it from the top down. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Now, now that wouldn't make any sense because you have to remove like all the desert. That's too. a decent amount of fucking land move. Yeah. It's possible. Hmm. It's a, like what's not possible is lifting a 400 ton brick 400 feet in the fucking sky. Well, that's what I'm saying. But yeah. like, if 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 their potential was not suppressed back then, how do we know what they were actually? Bro, capable I, of? I, I don't even believe that we're the same species of human. I, I don't. I don't even like, bro. Listen, I'm so far off the fucking reservation in terms of what <laughs> I actually believe is true. Yeah. I don't believe. I mm. believe that there was a prior civilization to humanity that inhabited this planet that were either alien or. They had super, they had better abilities, better technology that we fucking had. Yeah. And, and I believe that's known. Mm. And I believe that that's, that's known by the people who know what the fuck the truth is. 
Uh, I believe we deserve to know, yeah. but I believe it's known. And like, dude, if you go back, um, there's a show on, on Netflix right now. I can't recall the name of it, but there's a show where, what is it? Ancient Civilizations? Yeah. Is that what it is? Yeah, I okay. was on Rogan, I think. Yeah. yeah. He talked about it. Oh, yeah. Rogan talked about it? Uh, no, he had that guy on. Oh, he did? Yeah. Well, dude, I mean, like, look, if you, if you look into this stuff in an outside the narrative viewpoint, there's a lot of things that make no sense. Mm-hmm. Like, like, dude, human history uh, goes back 12,000 years, right? And then they, they have the dinosaurs. That's dinos- what they say. Hold on. Yeah. And then they have the dinosaurs that are millions of years. But they don't tell you shit about what happened in between. Right, right. Okay, but right. there's all these elements and architecture and symbolism. Bro, why is it that there's hieroglyphs on pyramids on every major continent in the entire earth that match? Like that doesn't make sense. And tell similar stories. Uh, bro, yeah. that's what I'm saying. Yeah. Like, bro, we're we're sold a lie. And like people, people will hear me say this and they'll be like, fuck, dude, this guy's insane. <laughs> I'm not insane. You explain it to me. Explain it to me. Yeah. Explain to me how that's the truth. Well, let me play the devil's advocate, right? So like they always say that, like, you know, part of the reason is like, you know, well, we could like it's like the uh what what's that movie, The Gentleman? Uh you can't handle handle the truth. Oh yeah. Do you think that like do you think there's anything to that? Like, I mean, maybe we, we can't know that because we've destroyed our previous civilization. I mean, there, it, there is a conspiracy theory that giants were alive back then. They bro, they've listen. There have been skeletal remains that are found that are abnormally yeah. large. The Smithsonian keeps them. Yes. Yeah. Like these are things that exist that most people don't know exist. Mm-hmm. There's been giant human skulls d- d- discovered that are fucking three feet across. Like, these things have happened and like they're brushed away from the public knowledge. Like, bro, most people think fucking, you know, they think about fucking Kardashians and fucking AOC. And like, that's what they're fucking like. They don't look at anything. And like, dude, the cool thing about the internet is it allows us access to see all this stuff, but dude, you got to look for it. Yeah. So I, you know, like, look, dude, I'm not the authority on what the fuck was or wasn't, but I know this, I know there's a whole bunch of shit we don't know. And I know there's a whole bunch of people keeping us from knowing it. That's what the fuck I know. That's a fact, man. Well, let's increase some uh, some people's potentials today. Yeah, and I think there's a lot of things. For example, like the law of attraction, which I talked I talk about consistently. Do you guys really think I'd come on here and talk about this shit if I thought it was bullshit? Like, do you think I'd really come <laughs> on here? Like, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, I don't. Like, this is real shit. And like, sometimes, sometimes you have to have faith that things actually work before you understand that they work. Hmm. Now you don't necessarily need to know how. Bro, like, look, why. dude, when I started implementing the law of attraction into my life and visualization in my life, I thought it was total bullshit. I just did it because I was so, fu- I was in such a fucking bad spot. I'm like, well, well fuck, it can't hurt. Right. And right. it turns out that shit works. It does work. I don't care what anybody says. It fucking works. So, you know, like you might hear this and you might say like, you know, fuck, that sounds crazy. But dude, I've had some crazy things I thought were crazy to redefine my entire existence as a human. Yeah. Yeah. I, mean, so, I don't know, bro. Yeah. Well, let's uh, let's increase some people's potentials today, man. Let's do that. And that's what that's what the, the whole point of this show is. So let, let's get into it, man. Andy, question number one. Andy, 24 years ago in business, when you were just getting started, what would you say at that time was your biggest strength um, during those early days in your business? And then how, 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 could, how would you tell somebody uh, today to kind of, you know, build and improve and develop on that skill? What, what was your biggest skill 24 years ago? 
No, no one's going to like this answer. Like, no one's going to like this answer. It's ignorance. Huh. My biggest strength was what I didn't fucking know. Because if I knew, if I would fucking have known what I was signing up for and how hard it was going to be, I wouldn't have fucking done it. Man. Yeah. Nobody likes that answer. Okay. So I thought I was smart. I thought I was capable. I thought I was all this shit. And I had just enough cockiness, not confidence, arrogance mm. to believe that I could do it. And, and I, you know, I had an attitude of fuck you. I don't really care what you say, which I still have today. Um, and I think those that my ignorance to the reality of the situation and my ability to like look at people right in the face and say, fuck off were probably my two biggest strengths. Wow. You know, but I don't know how you develop ignorance. You know what I mean? Like, mm. Because as you, as you develop, it's the Dunning-Kruger effect, you know, like, dude, like, <laughs> I see these people, they're a year in their business or they're a year into their social media or whatever they do. And they think they got it all figured out. They think that they're a fucking genius and shit. And it's like, bro, the, the longer you go and anything, the more you realize how much you really don't know. But, but when you start to realize that you don't know things, the whole, the whole time you're starting, you're developing real skills, which, act, which mm. actually makes you credible. Yeah. You know, so yeah. it's like, you know, I, I, I think that, <clears throat> I think there's a, a strong, I think there's a very strong advantage to, to being a little bit ignorant to what the reality is of what you're capable of uh, mm. in terms of how fast, you know, I was always someone who wanted things fast um, they, they never went fast. Uh, but because I wanted them fast, I worked hard to make them happen fast. Right. Yeah. So this is where like selective urgency concept comes into play. I was always urgent. Yeah. So like, even though I, I wanted to be where I wanted to be three years into my business and then three years into my business, I still wasn't getting paid. I was still pushing as hard as I could to get to that point that didn't, I didn't let that deter me. Right. Mm -hmm. The way I looked at it at that point in time was, all right, it didn't happen yet. And it, I still can't see it happening, but I got three years in now. So that's three years. I'm closer to it happening than I was three years ago. Yeah. And that's how I yeah, viewed yeah, yeah. it. So, you know, I think, I think, you know, people want to have it all figured out and they want to have all the skills and they want to have all the answers and they want to have all the information and then they want to go. And that doesn't work. It's not, that's not how it works. You have to go before you know anything. You have to go when, you're, when you, you're unqualified, when you don't feel like you're ready. Like, that's when you're supposed to go. Because, dude, the truth is nobody really figures anything out until they're fucking doing it. Mm. That's the truth. Yeah. And, it, and, and reality mirrors that. Like, in the, the corporate world and shit, like, yeah, you know, they got us all tricked. You have to have this degree, and you got to have this, and you got to have that, and you got to have this and this and this. But once you get the fucking job, they just teach you on the job. Yeah. That's every fucking job out there, whether it's, it doesn't matter. Yeah, law enforcement. Yeah, right. it doesn't that's matter. That's one of the first like, things we were told. Yeah, so Whatever like, you learn, forget about it. So people have this idea that they have to be like credible. Yeah. And because they have this idea, especially in entrepreneurship, that they have to be credible, they wait around for someone who is credible, okay? Like someone like me to come and say, hey, dude, I believe in you. You could do this. I fell into that trap. Like I thought that I needed to earn the trust and the respect and the, the approval of other people who are more credible than me as an entrepreneur. But the only problem with that is, is that doesn't exist. Mm. That's not a real thing. Okay. So like a lot of people will stall out their whole lives 
because they're waiting for someone to come around to approve them when there is no system or game or operation or uh, cultural norm yeah. of a successful person going to a, a beginner and saying, hey, I, you know, that might happen. Yeah. Like, I try to do that. Like, when I see people that I believe in, I try to let them know I believe in them. But I also let them know it's going to take everything they fucking got. Yeah. Because the belief part of somebody else is kind of irrelevant, guys. Like, it doesn't matter. And we search so much for external approval, especially the way society is built now, right? Like, you guys, you guys look for approval on Instagram. You look for approval on fucking Facebook. You look for approval on TikTok. You look for approval. You look for approval. You look for approval. Well, if you condition yourself to look for fucking approval to be, su be successful, and there is no person or success Entity. fairy yeah, or right. any system or any... That those the people that you're wanting that approval from are so busy doing their own shit they don't notice that you've even started, mm. okay? And so it's very lonely and it takes it, it's counterintuitive, but you have to go before you're ready, bro. You just got to fucking start. Yeah, let me ask you this: Would you? Because I mean, I, I would like I listen to that right, and then I think about like a lot of these young entrepreneurs, and I'm I look at them like, well, fuck, it, it appears like they have the ignorance, right? Like, you know, I think that's a that's something a lot of older you know, more older in the game entrepreneurs, I guess, would say, right? Like, you don't really know shit. You just don't know you don't know shit. That's exactly like, right. I feel like it's like checkbox, okay? Like, a lot of these young, I, I see it, like, they have it. So yeah. what, what exactly are they missing? Are they missing that conversion? No, no, no. I think a lot of people just wait. They're waiting. They're waiting. They're yeah. waiting for that approval. Like, yeah. they're waiting to get qualified. Like, people, like, bro, they're... <laughs> when I went to college, bro, I took entrepreneurship as, like, my sub-major. Mm -hmm. Um... I remember going into my entrepreneurship course and I, rem I at this time, remember, I owned a business. Like mm. I fucking came from my business, got my book bag, <laughs> to go went to, class. to fucking class. Right. And then I went and sit in a class, listen to this guy, right? And mm -hmm. this guy sounded very knowledgeable. And I was, I was like, well, shit, this guy knows his shit, right? Mm -hmm. So I raised my hand one day in class. I said, you know, Mr. Professor, like, well, what businesses have you run? And he's like, well, I've never actually ran a business, but this is what I'm certified to teach. Mm. And I know all the, I've interviewed these people and I did it and blah, blah, blah. So like that kind of, I was like, well, fuck, I'm taking time out of my day from actually running a business to learn about running a business from someone who's never ran a business. Right. All right. That didn't sit well with me. So I decided to follow him out one day after class and watch what he drove home. Mm. And he got in this little Easter egg rusted out shit box with the muffler hanging on the fucking ground. I'm not joking either. It was like sparking up. Drove home. Mm. And I'm like, I'm not fucking paying to learn business from someone who never ran a business who drives home in a piece of shit. That's not what the fuck my goals are. And like at that point in time, dude, I gave, like on that day, I gave up on formal education. I went mm. to the bookstore. I started reading books. Yeah. I put myself around every successful person I could. Like we didn't have things like Arte Syndicate then, right? Yeah. Like that didn't exist because of social media, the internet and that shit didn't exist. Um, I wish it had because I would have been able to get so much more guidance from people who were actually doing and in the game, right? Uh, but it didn't. And so like I went to work trying to learn everything I could. And I just, I guess that's when I realized also that no one's going to come tell me I'm like good enough to do this. I'm just going to have to fucking do it. Yeah. And I made it my mission, bro. And I took it personal and like, you know, like you guys hear me, I, I, I'll chirp sometimes about the shit people used to talk to me about and, you know, get a real job. You know, when are you going to grow up? When you, and I took that shit personal and I fucking poured it in. I said, you know what? I'm going to show you motherfuckers. And that's what the fuck I did. Yeah. And um, I suggest that 
when you're young and you're in the beginning, uh, you should adopt a similar mentality that you're going to show every motherfucker that ever doubted you uh, in your entire life what the fuck you're made of and what you're, you're going to create. And, and I think that's a healthy attitude. You know, society now, they're so fucking soft. They try to like say, oh, that's, that's not a healthy thing. What difference does it make if you fucking get there? Mm. It doesn't fucking make a difference. Because if you get there, now you've created a life for yourself and you've created all kinds of different jobs for the people, all kinds of different people. Like, like there's a lot of people out there that don't know shit, giving advice about shit that they shouldn't be. That's basically the bottom line. Yeah. So the biggest asset that you have is, is to be ignorant, not listen to any of those motherfuckers and just fucking go. Love it, man. I love it. Andy, question number two, moving right along. Andy, I am 34 years old. I've been working in the tech industry for a long time. I know this isn't what I want for the rest of my life. It pays great, supports my family. However, I'm unhappy. My passion is in fitness, and that's what I love. I love helping people and getting better every single day. I'm not a coach, just something I have a passion for. Mm -hmm. I'm just worried about my financial uh, situation if I go for it. Should I go for it and risk the financial stability or stay put since I'm easily able to support my family where I'm at? What are your thoughts on this? Well, I don't know, man. Cause like, dude, you, you're, you're not, you're only giving me part of the thought process. Let me give you another part that you need to think about. Um, just because when you're, when your passion is, let's just say fitness and it becomes your career, you lose the passion for it the way you had it before. Mm, okay. Nobody so talks about that. Nobody does talk about no. that because now it becomes a career. And now like, while you may still enjoy it, it you, you, cause there's things about work that none of us fucking like. Every single person that has to work has to do shit that they don't fucking like. That's the reality. There's parts of my job that I have to do, even today, that I don't enjoy and I'm not passionate about. Right. But I do them because it's important to myself. It's important to the brands. It's important to people that I employ. So I fucking do them and I do them well. All right. So we have to understand there's always going to be things that we don't want to do that we have to fucking do. That's the reality. And because people talk about passion so much in this day and age, people think that they're going to walk into a, a career in their passion, in this case, fitness, mm -hmm. and it's going to be fucking beautiful. This It's going to be like fucking people playing harps and like really want this chocolate factory. <laughs> yeah. Like, and that's not reality. It's not even close to reality yeah. because at the end of the day, it's a fucking business now. It's not just something you're enjoying. So my first question to this person would be, do you want to give up your main sense of enjoyment to make it part of your job? Because there's going to be parts of that job, even though you're passionate about it, that you don't like. That's something to ask yourself. Then something to ask yourself is this. What's the long-term outlook economically for myself going down the furthest possible path in both areas? Okay. Then there's the question of this. How happy will I be? Will I be more happy with the path that makes more money? Or will I be more happy with the path that makes less money, but also understanding the path that makes less money may also be just as unenjoyable as the thing I'm doing now. Mm. Okay. So like, there's a lot of things to evaluate. For sure. Now here's what I'll say about passion. And this is where it's important. It's not important for the reason that most of these gurus on the internet say it's important. It's that's they're, they're full of shit. Okay. And let me tell you why it's important. It's important because there is a time. All right. When I started in business, on day one, and it took me three years to get a fuck, start getting a fucking paycheck, okay? What do you think carried me through those three years when I wasn't getting paid? 
It was my passion for training and lifting and working out and athletics and sports and sharing that passion with my customers. Mm. Okay. That passion is important, not because everything's going to be great, but because when you have passion for something that you're doing, you're more likely to endure the hard times and, and, and go through them where other people who are not passionate, they will quit at that time. So it gives you an advantage over people who aren't passionate. Does that make sense? Absolutely. All right. Absolutely. So that's where passion is valuable. Yeah. Now, a lot of people like to paint this butterfly fucking happy bullshit fucking story around passion. But if you notice, those same people will go from thing to thing to thing. And then when it doesn't work, what do they say? I'm not passionate about that anymore. Mm -hmm. Well, motherfucker, what you're really not passionate about is the hard work it takes to be fucking great at that thing that you're trying to do. So let's not talk about it as passion. Let's talk about it as work. Work is hard. There's going to be hard things that have to be done. When you go to a gourmet restaurant and you sit down and you have the finest fucking meal that you've ever had, 30 feet away from you, there's a whole bunch of people sweating their fucking asses off, working their asses off to make that happen for you. To deliver that. And there's yeah. no difference in anything that you choose, whether it be your, uh, what did he say he did? Uh, he's tech. in tech, yeah. Whether it be tech, whether it be fitness, whether it be becoming a restaurateur, whether it be becoming a race car driver, it doesn't fucking matter. There's a shit ton of work that goes involved that people don't understand, mm -hmm. right? And so like, you have to fucking understand that like just because, and by the way, this is the truth. Grass always does look greener from the other side of the fence, all right? Especially in your career. You know, oh dude, like dude, we get this shit at first form, dude. Like people think that we're running around all day with our fucking phones out, you know, doing jumping jacks in the fucking gym. <laughs> yeah, all know. day long. <laughs> yeah, having a fucking great, dude, look, do we have fun here? Fuck yeah. But do we work hard here? Fuck yeah, we work hard. That fucking slogan that we use, we do the work, that's not from the gym. That's from life. Mm -hmm. Okay? So, like, you know, we have to be realistic about things. We yeah. have to set realistic expectations. And just because you're passionate about, in this case, it happens to be fitness, doesn't mean that you're going to enjoy making that your entire life. Mm -hmm. So, like, these are questions to evaluate. So, I can't really tell you what to do, but you should think it through. Yeah. Absolutely. Can I, can I, I want to ask you this, and if you can dispel this myth, so I feel like it's a common one. I think people tend to tend to kind of lump together passion and the financial success part of it, right? Like if you're passionate, like it automatically is going to equal money. Do you think that is true? No, no, not at all. Not at all. Because can it be true? It can be true, but it's not, it's not fucking, it's not binary, binary true. Like yeah. you have this, you have that. Like it's right. not like that. Like mm. it's, it can be true. I am passionate about fitness. Mm -hmm. I am like, bro, I, I am passionate about working out Changing and training. Lives, and, yeah. You know, I am, dude, I am passionate about seeing people change their lives because I've changed my life and I know how fucking amazing it is after doing that work. What did I tell you the other day, bro? If we could create a product, dude, people DJ could, and I were yeah. talking on Saturday and actually Nate and I were talking about this. Uh, Nate and Jim. Mm -hmm. uh, bro, if you, if you could create a product this is a product. If you motherfuckers create this, dude, you're going to be a billionaire. All right? <laughs> I'm going to give you a free one. You yeah. figure it the fuck out. But if you could create a, a, an, a day in the life of your ideal life, hmm. okay? Like if you could like, like if I could take fucking loser, fat, fucking stupid dickhead Andy, all right? And then like 
let him live a day that Andy now lives. Like, you know, take 19-year-old Andy, all right, 20, 25-year-old Andy, 30-year-old Andy, who was all, all the same, because mm-hmm. I didn't really grow that during that time. And let him walk a fucking, a fucking day with me now. Dude, I would have worked 100 times harder. Mm. I would have fucking done anything. You know, and it's like you could take a person and show them for 24 hours what it was like to live in a healthy, fit body, what it was like to earn the money you want to earn, what it was like to have the life that you want to have. Bro, you motherfuckers would, you, you would work a thousand times harder because the real problem is that most people have never experienced any semblance of this at all. Mm-hmm. So they have no idea how much better it is than what the fuck they have. Or they think it's too far away. Yeah, yeah bro. Yeah. But like, dude, if you could create what that felt like for people and just give them one day, it would change their whole fucking lives. This is why it's important for you to be in proximity to people that are successful. Absolutely. Absolutely. But anyhow, I don't, what were we talking about? No, just combining passion and, and financial gain. Oh financial yeah, no, I, I, think, I think passion can help, dude. Yeah. Passion will make you great, all right? You will never be great without passion. Nobody's great. Michael Jordan would not exist if Michael Jordan was not fucking passionate about the game of basketball. Same for LeBron James. You can say whatever you want about him. I don't care. He's the fucking all-time points league. Look, dude, I'm not a big personal fan of like some of the shit that he says and does. Yeah. But you got to respect what the motherfucker does. He's a fucking, he's, he works. It's, it's unfucking deniable. Yeah. He couldn't be that good if he wasn't passionate about it. Yeah. You see what I'm saying? So like passion is a prerequisite, in my opinion, to becoming like one of the greatest at what you do. Um, but not everybody's wired that way, bro. Most people are wired for balance. Most people are wired for, you know, for, for, for a certain amount of time at, at home a day, a uh, mm-hmm. certain amount of time at work. That's how their fucking brain is wired up. Two vacations a year. Yeah, I and dude, it. that's not, yeah. listen, I'm not shitting on that because yeah. that's the majority of people. I'm just saying, like, if you want to be great, passion is a requirement of that, in my opinion. And I don't think there's anybody who's great. Uh, the Wright brothers were passionate about fucking creating the fucking human flight. Mm-hmm. They, they spent their entire lives creating it. You see what I'm saying? Absolutely. Like the best creations and the best things in, in business come from people who are passionate, but that's not everybody. So like you have to like evaluate what's for you, mm. right? Like, like I don't know this person. Like, dude, yes, you, you, if I stand in a fucking theater full of people and I raise your, raise your hand if you want to be great, every motherfucker is going to raise their hand and say, yeah, I want to be great. But if I say, okay, now if do, do you, here's what you got to do to do it. Are you right. willing to do that? Right. Who's willing to suffer for the next yeah. 10 years? Who's but willing, like, yeah. bro, yeah. The, like it, there's a disconnect there. Mm. Everybody wants the fucking steak, but nobody wants to fucking butcher the cow. You see what I'm saying? Yeah. And like, bro, that's a real, that's a real disconnect in society because like, dude, we look around on the internet and everybody's rich and everybody's famous and everybody's full of steaks. Uh, uh, yeah. <laughs> Nobody's showing the butcher process. <laughs> yeah, bro, it's, it's, it's full of fucking them lab-grown steaks. Yeah, right. They're fake impossible, as fuck. Impossible yeah, right. <laughs> you know, there's very few real steaks on the internet. You know what I'm saying? That's real. But, like, we have this disconnect in the reality of what the situation is. And, you know, I, I just try to tell you guys the truth about what it's going to take. Like, if you, if you want, you can be very successful. You can make seven-figure income without passion. You can do it by just being skilled, but you ain't going to make a nine figure income. You ain't going to build multi-billion dollar company. You ain't going to be considered one of the greatest to ever do what it is that you do without that passion. 
So you have to consider, like, are you at 34 years old? Are you willing to fucking start at zero and rebuild to have this? Or are you willing to just understand that you have this career that can do very well? It's going to provide for you and your family. And you're going to remain passionate about this. It's a real decision. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. Absolutely, man. Guys, Andy. Like, bro, I'm passionate about cars. Right. Fucking love cars, bro. I don't make cars my business. You know why I don't make cars my business? Because every motherfucking friend I know that has made cars their business ends up hating cars. Mm-hmm. I don't want to hate cars. Yeah. Like, I like cars. When I walk in my garage and I look around, I'm like, fuck, this is sweet. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's like real life Hot Wheels in here. Yeah. You know? Right, right. And uh, <laughs> Yeah. But like, I like that. And I would never want to start a business in the car industry because I don't want to lose that fucking feeling I have about that passion, which is one of the only few passions I have in life. No, See what I'm saying? Absolutely, man. Thinking about it, though, it actually, it, it sound, I think it would be pretty fucking sweet if you came out and manufactured your own fucking car. With none of the nah, I'm going to buy Lamborghini. <laughs> I am. I'm going to buy Lamborghini. I'm going to fire the motherfuckers that give me that car a couple years ago. I love that. Oh, yeah. we, we gotta, we gotta, we're going to have to talk about that. On yeah, that we episode. never told a story. We're going to have to talk about that. Yeah. That's, a, that's a great fucking race story. Team sponsor, factory <laughs> race team sponsor, win the world championship in their fucking race team. Can't get a fucking allocation from them. Mm. Yeah. I sold all my Lambos in one day. People don't know that story. That's a, it's a great story. I sold them all in one day. Yeah. And then I, I shipped in. I bought, I, I had, at that time I had three Lambos. I sold them all three. I bought two Ferraris, which I'd never owned a Ferrari in my life. You go back and listen to back in the day, bro, I used to shit on Ferraris. Mm. Here's the coolest thing about it is that I took a video of the cars leaving. And the Ferrari's coming, and I sent it to those motherfuckers. At Lam- Lamborghini. Oh, yeah. 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 That's a great fucking story. Yeah. I t- so one day I'll tell the whole story. Yeah. They've actually made it. They've actually done some efforts to try and make it right since then. I just never really got back into one. Mm. Um, but, yeah. I mean, yeah, one day I'm going to be the boss of that motherfucker. Yeah. Be walking through, and they're going to be like, hey. I'm going to be like, yeah, you the motherfucker. You give me that thing. <laughs> Fire. Yeah. <laughs> DJ, take them out. Nah, I, real talk, though, I'd rather own the Cardinals. That now nah, that'd be yeah. fucking dope, it, it, like legitimately. Yeah, St. Cool. Louis Cardinals, Fuck not, yeah, not Arizona. No, yeah, same, that, yeah, that's not the other Cardinals that don't count. No, that's not even a real team. That, who? Yeah, <laughs> where? Right? Ever what? <clears throat> guys, Andy, our third and final question. No yeah. offense to you guys from the Cardinals. <laughs> yeah, no. I'm just teasing you. <laughs> uh, Andy, question number three. Andy, what are your thoughts on taking pride? in your abilities or skills. I found it increasingly more difficult for people to respect my craft or the work that I do. Um, and I take so much uh, pride in and, I'm, and so much time on building. Am I putting too much emphasis on the idea of pride? How do you look at it? I think people spend far too much time worrying about how other people judge their work and far less time learning how to be great at what they do. I think people spend far too much time trying to be famous or pretend like they're good instead of just putting their head down and becoming highly skilled and undeniably good. And I do not care if people recognize me for my skill. I do not fucking care. The real world results recognize me enough. I do not need other people's recognition. Mm. I don't care. Mm. Most people think I'm a fucking idiot. They're like, oh, you ever heard this guy talk? He fucking curse. Yeah, you know what? I do curse. 
you're an idiot if you think that is something to do with someone's intelligence. Mm. You know what I'm saying? I'm sorry I don't speak eloquently. Yeah, right. You know, for your fucking fancy dinner, motherfucker. Right. You know, but I'm pretty good at a couple other things. Pass the motherfucking bread. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> in fact, I'll take the check too, bitch. You see what I'm saying? So like, I don't, I don't fucking care. Yeah. And like, you shouldn't either. I think these are distractions. Mm. I think worrying about how much recognition we get. And there's a saying, right? And if you're a leader, it's important to give recognition. But if you're a leader, I think it's also important to not care about recognition. Personally. Yeah, yeah, yeah but there's yeah. a saying. People, people will work for money, but they'll kill for recognition. Mm. And that shows you, in my opinion, that people are far too worried about things that really don't matter. When in reality, if you're fucking great at what you do and you're undeniable at what you do, people have to recognize that. Mm. You put them in a place where they have to recognize that you're fucking great. Like when the real world evidence is so overwhelming that you're that great, like you, you're, you're not really concerned if people think you're great or not great. Like you're just, you just are yeah. and you're, you're who you are. And I feel like young people especially get so caught up in this game of like respect and recognition. Oh, they're not respecting my work. Well, motherfucker, you've only been doing it for two fucking years. You know how many people there are better than you? In fact, you don't even recognize that you have the amazing opportunity to even be sitting in that fucking chair that you're fucking sitting in. You see what I'm saying? Yeah, so there's, there's perspectives of respect and recognition. And I feel like young people, and I was like this when I was younger too, so I'm not talking shit. I wasted a lot of time thinking about, like, like I want to make this clear. I'm not shitting on you guys that are young. I was the same way. I'm trying to tell you that I wasted a lot of time thinking the same way that you fucking think. When had I just put my head down and developed the skills necessary, I would have been where I was, like where I'm at now, literally probably maybe 10 years ago. And it would have been an undeniable, like ridiculous success story of fuck. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. I, I, it's, it's, it's not going to matter to you. Like when you are great, like when you are great at what you do, you're not going to care if people think you're great. You're not going to fucking care because you're going to know you're great and you're producing real results. And dude, the open market, and this is why capitalism, ethical capitalism is such a great thing, recognizes that. Like if you're not getting, if you're great at what you do and you're producing undeniable work and you're not getting what the money you need or whatever it is, you, somebody else is going to give it to you. That's the benefit. And I think, you know, we as young people, uh, when we're young, we start to, you know, we get caught up in this, it's culture. Like, dude, oh, you fucking put some respect to my name. Oh, you're disrespecting me. Well, fuck, bro. Like, real talk. What have you done to earn respect? Mm. What skills? Have, you, you see what I'm saying? Absolutely. So, like, dude, Absolutely. concern yourself less with trying to get the approval of a bunch of people and concern yourself more with becoming undeniably great. And that the recognition that you're looking for will automatically come. Yeah. You see mm. what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, I, like I dude, like, like, don't try to manufacture the recognition or the respect manufacture the result and the recognition, the respect come with that. Mm -hmm. Does that make sense? I would say that's, that's people's biggest issues. Because that's how they, it fucking works. They try to give themselves way, too, way more credit than they actually do. Yeah, but dude, you're not fooling anybody right. because there's motherfuckers like me that have been in the game for a fucking quarter century, dude. Like I look at a motherfucker like, oh, you're not respect. Bro, I've seen you do this. Like you've been doing this for a year and a half. Like you're really not that good. In fact, I'm giving you a tremendous opportunity to fucking develop and, and I'm giving you... You see what I'm saying? Absolutely. Like there's perspective to this. And like, mm -hmm. so we have to recognize that even though we may think we're so fucking great, like there's people out here that are going to fucking look at your shit and be like, you ain't there yet. Mm. You know, the greatest, the people who actually are great, they still don't think that they're there yet. No. And when you are that great, 
people are like fighting to get you. Like that's the reality. Like yeah. if your shit was, if you were really as great as what you think you are, there would be a line out the door waiting for people to fucking pick you up, pay you, hire you, fucking all that shit. That, that like, like a lot of these, I see a lot of these dudes trying to become speakers and shit, mm -hmm. right? And then they, they think that because they've been doing it for a while, that they're good at it. No, bro, here's how you know you're great at it. You know how you know, how you know you're great at speaking? How many people stopped us on their fucking walk today? About five. Five fucking people in public. We walk, normally we walk a private route. Today we rucked a public route. There was cars that stopped while we were walking down the road. There was four of them. Yeah, four. Yeah. Four cars that stopped while we were walking on the road to thank, the, thank us for the content. Mm -hmm. Thank us for fucking, that, like, bro, that people, you'll know. You'll know. You'll know. People will be begging to hire you. People will be begging to pay you. You'll know. And that's when you'll, you'll get the recognition. Yeah. But most people want the recognition of a highly skilled individual with medium skills. And that doesn't work like that, bro. You're never going to get it. So I love that analogy you use. It's like, you know, if you, when you walk out your door and you got people lining up to fucking shake your hand and say, thank you, you made it. So when you open your door and it's not there, get back to work. That's it. <laughs> yeah, I like that. I love that. that. That's, that's, it's that yeah. simple, dude. The real world will tell you. Like, it'll let you know. Yeah, I love that, man. Well, guys, Andy, that was three. You know what's funny too, dude, is the, the, the best people at whatever they do, they don't believe they're that good. That's right, yeah. That's, yeah like, like, bro, and, you, and, and people are like confused by that. But let me explain this to you. This is also the same reason why the people that you see who are the most successful, who don't have to work, are also the hardest working people. Mm. Okay? You're not connecting the dots. The reason they are who they are is because of the hard work that they've been doing that you witness now, but they've been doing their whole life. And you're looking at them and you're saying, well, you know, you're you. Like, you don't have to fucking do that work. And you're not connecting the dot that the whole reason that, that you're looking at them in amazement, like, holy shit, here's this human in front of me that's this person. The whole reason they're there is because of that work ethic that you think they don't have to do. Does that make sense? Absolutely. Yeah, it makes sense. So, like, me. dude, when you see, like, the truly great people, like, when you talk to them, because I've had the privilege to be around some of the best people in the world at what they do. Like, the very, very, very fucking best, the biggest names in the fucking world. I've been around them. They don't even think they're that great, dude. Like, they're, they are way more humble than the average Joe walking down the street. <laughs> Motherfucker ain't did shit. Yeah. <laughs> like, you talk to some of these guys, and you're like, bro, what was it like? They're like, you know, like, I talked to Steve Wozniak. This motherfucker invented technology pretty much, dude. Okay? Like, go, go look at the Rolodex of technology, Steve Wozniak. Talking to this dude, and, and I'm like, well, what was this like? He's like, oh, that was, it was cool. You know, we did our best. It worked out okay. You know, like, it wasn't like, like he's still, he's like, we could have done this and this and this better. You see what I'm saying? Yeah. Like it's a difference mm. in thinking. Like, and, and the people in the middle are the most cocky. They're the most arrogant. They're the most fucking, they're the most, they're the people that raise the flag for recognition and shit. Mm -hmm. And like people like this, you know, like fucking dude, I got to interview Peyton Manning one time, like at fucking RTA Live. Like this dude is one of like the greatest fucking players ever. And he's also like the nicest dude ever. And the coolest shit and like no ego whatsoever. But you know he's got one on the inside or he wouldn't be able to do what he fucking does. Right. You see what I'm saying? Right. But he's but like, dude, this dude, this dude is looking to get better and whatever. Like, dude, after the talk, he's like, Andy, what'd you think? And I'm like, I thought it was fucking awesome, dude. <laughs> like, you know, and, and but like he's like thinking, like, all right, well, what, what could I, you know, like here's this dude 
asking me like how what, you know what i'm saying like yeah. ever these people are always trying to get better at everything they do they're not worried about they know that if they're better that the fucking shit will come with it the money the fame the claps the recognition the respect that all comes from skill mm. so concentrate on the fucking skill dude because the skill will pay the motherfucking bills i like that i, know I like that can i ask you one more one more follow-up yeah. on that because like listen to this i feel like there's a there's a pattern here and i feel like it has to come to a time where like your maturity reaches that for you to actually understand that. And would you say the only reason you don't think you, you don't like you have that outlook on the credit and all of that is because you actually have it. And it's something you don't really appreciate until you actually have it. You understand what I'm saying? That could be like, it's just like money, right? Like I'm money did to, not I, become a thing until you actually already had it. Like well, you were chasing I'm trying to think money. back of how I was before. Yeah. You know, like, I, I think that's a fair, I think that's a pretty fair assessment because I think even if you go back and listen to me, you know, in the beginning of my show, I think I was, I think I was a little more cocky than I even am now. Mm. You know, now it's more like maturity and, yeah. and, and I feel confident in what I'm saying. Where back then I still felt like I was proving shit. Mm -hmm. Now I don't feel like I have to prove shit. Like, bro, I can look at you proved it. I mean, we got a <laughs> long way to go. Look, yeah, dude, yeah. We got a long way to go, but yeah. like what we've done, what we've done is pretty exceptional in the short amount of time we've been doing it. Mm. So. Yeah, there's a, that's that's a fair that's a fair statement. Yeah, I just think of like you, like it's hard to tell somebody who's never had a million dollars that a million dollars isn't a lot of money. Well, it is a lot of money to anybody, even if you have a billion dollars. But, but you understand what I'm saying? Like, make make it a small one. I don't know, a hundred thousand dollars. It's hard to tell somebody like a hundred thousand dollars is not a lot of money until they've actually had a hundred thousand dollars. Yeah, yeah. I mean, that's a it's a fair it's a fair comparison. Yeah. You know, I'm just trying to offer my perspective from where I'm at now for maybe the, the, the me, the Andy that's out there that's 20 years old or 25 or 30 or 34 who's trying to get their shit together. Yeah. And I can tell you this, the younger Andy worried a lot about respect and fucking uh, recognition, but the younger Andy sucked mm. at what the fuck he did. So he didn't get the shit because he sucked at it. And I can comfortably say that. You know what I mean? Absolutely, bro. So like, let's, you're probably right. I mean, it's easier for me to see that now. Mm -hmm. I definitely didn't see that then. Cause like if someone would have walked up to me and said, Hey, you fucking suck, which they did. I get my feelings hurt. Mm -hmm. I was crushed. Now, if someone walks up to me and says, Hey, you fucking suck. I'd be like, okay. <laughs> <laughs> you know, like, like, yeah. Yeah. I think that's a fair, I think that's a fair perspective. Yeah. All right. Well, I love it, man. Yeah, try to have, try if you're young to have the perspective. Try to hold the perspective mm. that that you're that you got a long way to go. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. I think that serves me. You know, when people when people come up to me and they say, "Oh, congratulations," or they say something nice about whatever whatever project it is or whatever, you know, like I, I usually always say, "Man, I got a long way to go." And the reason I say that is to keep myself fucking focused on on moving forward and not get drunk off the fucking praise that I get from other people, which I truly appreciate from you guys. And I know sometimes you guys think I'm like brushing it under the rug but the re the reason that i brush it off is because i don't want it to stick because i don't want to lose that hunger and that drive to continue to press forward by thinking that i'm actually really good like if you could crack open my head right now and like look at like how i rate myself bro like i rate myself at like a fucking 30 percent of what i should be you know what i mean like it's i feel just like you guys fucking feel you know what i mean absolutely that's necessary yeah and you want to keep it you want to keep it that way that's the thing like people will say, well, that's not healthy, Andy. You don't give yourself enough credit. You know, blah, blah, blah. I don't want the credit. I want to stay hungry. You know, Absolutely. I want to keep moving. I got obligations here. I got people to take care of. I got, 
careers that I'm worried about. I got, I've got the opportunity to do something iconic in, in history. Like I want to do that, you know, and I don't want to lose my focus because I think I'm fucking, you know, whatever the fuck made it. Yeah. Yeah. I'm never, you never make it. You never fucking make it. That's the thing. I was thinking about that on a ruck this morning too. It's like how many people fuck themselves because they, they, they decide at the beginning, I'm going to get to this point and then I'm done. And they never get to that point. But the reason they never get to that point is because to get to this point, you have to shoot like way over here because so much shit's going to go wrong during that time that you're going to end up here. Mm. Like it's that saying, right? Shoot for the moon and you'll land among the stars. There's a lot of truth to that. Yeah. So like if you're 20 and you say, when I'm 40, I want to have $100 million and I want to retire. Well, then you better plan on having like $10 billion by 40. And you better work like that to have your $100 million. Absolutely. You know what I'm saying? Especially because but, of inflation. Yeah, no shit. <laughs> but here's the thing. You're going to get to that 40 and you may have your 100 and you're going to say, fuck, I got 20 years in this, bro. Another three or four I could get to here. Mm. Yeah. That's a constantly. Yeah. That's yeah. real, man. You know, it's a, it, listen, the whole process is a, you have to constantly audit your own mentality during the whole process because if you don't, it's easy when you when you rise slightly above where everybody else is uh, financially success wise to for every, for you to believe that you're like a fucking hero, but dude, what you, what you, what you are is you're just a little bit better than everybody else. And that's, that's nothing to really celebrate. I don't think, you know, what would be really cool is to become totally exceptional and then help pull these people up with you. Absolutely. I don't know, man. There's a lot, we could talk about this all day because yeah. it's like a lot of different ways to think about it, but, you know, I think, dude, focus on the skills. Don't worry about the recognition. Focus on getting better. When you have wins, acknowledge the wins. Hey, that was great. Get back to work. Keep moving. And realize that, like, you ain't shit. Like, bro, like, literally real talk. Like, a lot of you guys, you know, you, you guys see me as, like, this very successful human being. But, like, in my eyes, I don't think that way. Because I'm th I look at motherfuckers like Elon Musk, and I'm like, fuck, that guy's 10 years older than me. And look where he's at. Building fucking rockets I'm way shit. behind. <laughs> right, right, You know, right. like. I don't know. Everybody's free to think about their life in their own way. I'm just explaining how I think about it. Yeah. Well, guys, Andy, that was three. Yeah, go pay the fee. Yeah. Went from sleeping on the floor. Now my jewelry box froze. Fuck a bowl, fuck a stove. Counted millions in the cold. Bad bitch, booted swole. Got her on bankroll. Can't fold. Does a no. Headshot, case closed. Close.